0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Perfect Ten.
1: <laughs> Your grandma's gerbils. Hey, thanks, Kimbro. Hey, guys. This is awesome. Oh, here we go. We got the theme music. <laughs> We're working out the glitches, Mel. I'm
2: good with, <laughs> I'm good with
0: that. I'm part of the glitch. <laughs> no, no.
1: Oh my gosh, are we ready, guys? Who's here? We got Kimbro, of course. Hi, Kimbro.
0: What's happening?
1: And we've got Tom. I, uh, yeah, Tom, that's, oh, wow.
0: uh, he's he's in my
1: phone <laughs> as Tom the Creep.
2: Yeah, I can understand, he makes <laughs> D. Greg Wilson seem okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and then I've got Mel Garcia here with me, and, uh, what? I am honored, I'm I, honored to be here. It's Thank an honor so to be here with you. So, Mel, you're like the biggest baseball fan, Dodgers, Dodgers fan, fan yes. of anyone just about that I've ever known, just about, and uh, so in honor of that, I've worn my baseball t-shirt.
2: You are? When you opened the door in that Dodger jersey, it, <laughs> I, it, it was just—it was a fantasy of mine that uh, any Dodger fan would have loved. Well,
1: yeah. that's the Dodger fantasy free. Well, I, this shirt isn't as fun as that one, but to yeah. counter, just so that we don't get too far ahead of ourselves, because we're in bed and I'm wearing the Dodgers thing, and I know how much that would mean to you, I added something little special treat for right. you, right. just to.
2: It, it's it's very counteractive. Ta- it's here, sort of, can
1: you show Tom real quick?
2: It's like there you go. Yeah. Show
1: us what you're working with,
3: Tom. Wow. <laughs> so a little chess um, <laughs> there. But I, I also have my own Dodger fantasy. Oh, yeah? What's I, that? Oh, God. I'm scared. My, my dad, uh, you know, he left when I was a kid, so I always wish that uh, a hot young Mike Piazza greased up would uh, come in and swoon my mom away, you know, Aww. and be my new stepdad.
1: Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and that, was sad. <laughs> that was my
3: dog. You guys, guys could
2: be able to play catch. It'd be it be cool, right? Yeah. Uh, but see, this is really like, cool. that's
1: that makes me sad because my my son has no one to throw a ball with. Like oh. I'm I'm a ter- I'm terrible. Like I can't. I'm not co- I'm not uncoordinated, but something about. I got the feeling you like
2: you were the last person picked on the fence. You were the one against the
1: for bench. for baseball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's funny. Um, I'm I'm a. I'm afraid of balls being thrown at my face.
2: (laughs) Why don't I believe that? (laughs) That's not what I heard.
1: (laughs) I was given an award when I played softball. My mom made me play for several years. And I was given an award for the most feminine player on the team. It was so embarrassing. In Canada or the U.S.? In the U.S., in Texas. And there was a minister guy who um, was the coach, And he put me in the catcher's because he knew I was afraid of the ball coming at me. So he put me in the catcher's uniform and he hurled balls at me and he made me stand there and not catch them. He's like, does that hurt? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, no, it doesn't. And he did that for... A while to try and eliminate my fear of the ball. It just had the opposite effect. You think oh.
3: under his breath, in, in his wind-up, he was calling you a Canadian Jew. Like,
1: God, you fucking <laughs> worst that, you thing Jew. I could ever
3: get on my team. Get off
1: my what team, they, Jew. What did it
3: actually <laughs> say on,
2: on, on the trophy?
1: Most feminine player.
2: Because oh, they couldn't put pussy on there. <laughs> oh. <either.
1: laughs> <laughs> Kimbo plays baseball ev- or softball on a league every weekend.
2: Wow, I, yeah. I play stickball every Saturday morning with a bunch of writers and
1: people
0: you guys yeah, i play twice a week i play with the uh, is senior, it twice yeah seen, saw, senior dudes man what, oh you like, gotta be see, you gotta you be 55 or older
2: you got softball you guys take it real seriously expect people to dive and slide and shit like, nah, I'm
1: not gonna... no no yeah. just run stick ball's great.
2: it's like you have a whole game and not exercise at all <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. what's the difference between stickball and baseball
2: well stickball is really a, a, a exaggerated over the line game it was played in the streets of New York so these are a lot of East Coast people that are being uh, uh, transmigrated and we play at Pacific Palisades High School every every Saturday morning. You, you
0: play with That's a true. sawed off broomstick. No, no, actually they
2: they actually have Spalding bats that are they look like broomsticks but they're all official
1: But they're it's actually narrow like a, like a, like a broomstick. So you're supposed to Oh my god. They call so him so a
3: gay guy's first boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> he knows all you, these references, doesn't he? Are
1: him? you supposed like you're supposed to make contact with the ball and a broomstick?
2: Well, pretty much, yeah, and it's it's, it's it, a different yeah, size it's ball. Like, yeah, it's a, a see,
0: box. he's not from the hood. We we play with a handball and a sawdall broomstick. Yeah, well, we played with a handball,
2: but we, we yeah yeah. This is Pacific Palisades. You know, you, you guys do, had money. Yeah, well, I, yeah, well, I couldn't Richard even. Richard Lewis plays with us sometimes. Oh, and, yeah, nice! Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: a bunch of writers. Uh. But there's a, like a lot of these comedy. Like, so, like for a while, I was um, working out and doing hockey. I was getting better and better at hockey. I love playing, but I didn't grow up playing hockey, but I grew up ice skating, so I'm really good on the skates. And I heard that there was a bunch of comedians that play hockey, and I was like, oh, I wanna play with them, but then it just got to having kids, and it was yeah, just too much. You know,
2: I'm, I'm from Los Angeles, so there, there wasn't a lot of frozen lakes here when <laughs> yeah. I was growing up, so hockey is like, who gives a fuck?
1: Right, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> hockey and soccer, I like I, I'd rather watch paint fucking drawing yeah. on the wall. You know, it's soccer, fun to play. I don't give a fuck what they say. It's just it's fucking boring. Yeah, you know, I don't internationally and any sport you use your head to hit the ball, just you know, fucking count me out. I'm not. I don't want to play. Baseball
1: can be kind. Of, I've only recently found baseball to get more and more fun because uh, August is so into it. Right. And so, but but I can't imagine the broomstick hitting a ball. I, okay, so my one baseball story. This is okay. where um we were up. The whole bases were loaded. Okay, and it was two outs okay and i'm next in the dugout to hit okay. and the coach just looked over at me <laughs> and then went uh. like just literally like he deflated like we're done yeah and not and so me it's my like young 13 year old this
3: fucking canadian that's what he's saying yeah. <laughs> but
1: then i'm like i'm gonna do it this time no. i'm gonna no. prove i'm gonna get out there and i'm gonna i'm gonna get these girls home i was like so somehow I'm gonna have to no. It was like ball strike, strike ball out. Like like, literally not one, not nothing. And then all the girls, we all left the team, like lost the game. And they all, every kid was just looking at me like. Did I, you cry? Oh, no, but I, I I don't think I went to pizza. Like I I, well, I it was. You probably weren't invited. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was so. And I just kept thinking, why does my mom keep making me play softball? She it's left to humiliate sport. you,
2: probably. She's
1: hoping I'd be a lesbian.
2: Well, you know. She didn't really get too far <laughs> from that. <laughs> from me being a lesbian. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody Le- wants you. Everyone wants me to be a lesbian. Yeah, yeah you, know, every, you know, both sides of the fence want you.
1: To. Yeah, I could. I for the it's you the right opportunity. Yeah, the right right opportunity came along. I could maybe. I'm, I'm free to do whatever I want.
2: Yeah, you can always make up on technique. Yeah, I'll you.
1: tell you what, at that party, I was more interested in the women than the men this weekend. I'll tell you that. Like, oh, there was the way... And we went to... So we we did this thing for the podcast this weekend where um, we went to this, uh, like, um, lifestyle party. Wow, that's code. Yeah, it was, like, for swingers. Right, right. I learned but the code. But we went to do... First, we went to um, Schizo Kitty. It's like this porn not porn like an adult shop in the valley where they sell beautiful lingerie and we'll we'll be posting all we might have already run these episodes i don't know but Uh, i'll
2: pretend like i haven't seen any of either i know either the
1: either the episode's going to come out now or it's been played i don't know on the podcast but here's the thing we went out there and then we went to the the shop did a couple interviews there then we went to the actual party and that was like
3: that's Some maybe the thing. first ever podcast it's live from a, a swingers. It party. could be. Well, I don't know. I think so. I think it was uh, history. We made history. We, we make I history have. at this. That's what lifestyle. Lifestyle you, part. Have of. you, have you ever heard of this type of shit in uh, LA? Being a native. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have.
2: I actually, I, I met this gorgeous woman and she was married. And I thought I got to hold that. And
3: just, not to
1: bring back any memories. or right, <laughs> Exactly. And, um,
2: and, uh, End up having an affair because I, not that I would ever have one, but I thought, well, fuck
1: it, she, they're
2: swinging. Wait, how anyway. did you
1: meet? Wait, you met her with her husband, or you met yes, her? Yes. And,
2: and and then it was sort of funny because, well, not really funny, haha. Uh-huh. But we we uh, we, we had the affair for a while, and he found
1: out. But hold on, so like you met this woman just randomly through? Through a, a have you a ever been friend. with a married woman before or since? Is that? Uh, not since, but before that, you'd been with well, some married women.
2: I would joke. I, I, I I've had wives; they just weren't mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so scandalous. Uh, well,
2: you, you know, <laughs> and it was like to prove that. Look, see, Mary just fucked up. See, look. That's yeah, I don't want to get married because, because look, look, look at these wives I'm fucking all annoying. these married They're women. they me. They must have no conscience at all. You
1: know? That's so, hilarious. Yeah. Um, it can actually. I I watched this thing. I'm doing a um a show. This. Do you ever heard of Doctor Susan Block? I'm doing a Maybe. show. With, I'm doing it this weekend, and I googled her to see kind of what she does. And she talks about it's. She's amazing. And um, on this web, I don't know, like video, she's talking about how sperm. How you know how everybody thinks sperm the man ejaculates and then sperm just fight to get to the egg.
2: I like the visual aid. <laughs> And then the, the sperm... Supposed to like fight, like right. salmon going upstream like or something.
1: In fact, it's not... What she said is that that's not the case. It's more like a football team where you've got defensive sperm and the linebacker, right? Linebacker's the one that runs the ball. Is that right? right. So, so the, the, the only certain sperm are actually running to the egg. The other ones are there to defend off other men's sperm. So the idea is that... Who is, is this that, woman? <laughs> but the idea is that... The is that
3: we're, <laughs>
1: we're supposed to, in, in nature... Have multiple multiple loads put into a woman, and may the best sperm win. And they're inside fighting a biological war inside of our bodies against each other. So they, it's
2: cool, like some sperm are blocking and like quarterback, sp- yeah,
1: off and yeah. So it doesn't get, really matter
2: who scores. Then right, just they're just trying
1: to get the DNA from right, this man right. up into this woman's egg. And so in saying that, that there's that whole idea of of men enjoying their woman. Being with another man, natu- because it uh, sort of like instigates this feeling in nature, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that, yeah. but think about that. It's like interesting. So you were helping their marriages.
2: Yeah, but if he would have <laughs> asked the video it, I don't think I've been so involved. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the funny part is... After a while, he found out. I don't know what. But they were
1: already swinging. Yeah, they, were they were open. W- they So a, was she there's cheating? A bo-
2: there's a borderline, apparently. It's a very thin, thin line. Because
1: he wants to know. And she did this behind right. his back, even though right. he wouldn't have. So, and she felt <gasps> Why would she do that? What was the benefit? I really she have
2: kept- no idea. Uh, but anyway, he, he they're Caucasian. And he's a doctor. Yeah, these he weird me white people, to, huh? Yeah, and he called me and wanted to get together for drinks. I'm like, What? First of all, I, I've seen all those cold cases on forensic files. It's always a <laughs> doctor that puts something in your fucking drink and you're gone. So you're already
1: banging his. W- how like yep. how long had the affair been going on? About a year. And so and he. Then, and, and, and did you know you him? T- no,
2: nah, not, not not well not, enough not, to not, not, to care. F- d- yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> to so then he course. finds out about a year in that he's bo- right. Boinking she, his wife.
2: He does espionage. Shagging finds his out, w- yeah. How did
1: he, he figure it out after? Yeah, I mean, after I a year there's he, probably he like left, so much. He left
2: some recording device somewhere or some shit, you know, very, very Latina Chola kind of stuff, you know, and then. He, but he confronted her, and then just wanted to like, like nonchalantly like have this like we could still talk and see each other, but we, he had to talk to her and have drinks with me. First. You were fucking her in her house? No, 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 no. I, you know, in, in mine. I, I don't know. So yeah. I don't he, know. He bugged you somehow. Was yeah, this, he bugged her, the he her in, in, in the car or something. She took his car or something, and she he left us some kind of recording device in the phone, and yeah, so there was some mention of dripping or something. I don't know.
1: Oh my God. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She got. He got her into the phone call.
1: Okay. Oh. So, but you know. But he then, so then. Okay. We went
3: though. Yeah.
2: No, I didn't. I didn't. I. I He. It was like we had to at least have a phone call conversation because I was not going to meet for drinks. So I was right, just right. like, you know, I'm Mexican. I know what husbands are capable of doing. You know, so I wasn't going to have none of that. But then he was just so cocky. And then he calls me and it's like, well, you know, okie dokie. And uh, just, you know, as long as you're not going to do that no more. And it's like, wow.
1: Wait, so he just wanted that to call was, you up and say don't bang my wife anymore? Yeah, yeah.
2: It's like, you know, I got a family. and I just want to sort of like keep it together, which sounds really terrible when I'm saying it that way. But, you know. He just was more concerned with the facade of the. You when know, your the car water. gets blown up,
3: I'm gonna take your. Uh, right, well, I've been you know, with wife jokes, if that's okay. Take your what? This my guy's wife gonna joke. get you, bro. <laughs> I've had people starting
2: my car for a couple months after. I'm just saying, just in sure. case. wait. So, <laughs> so he
1: just wanted to tell you, hey, just like, yeah, like can can you Can you stop fucking really, her because? Really,
2: it's, yeah, really, really nicely, you know. Hey, dude, can you please, you know, stop hitting my wife? Yeah, Interesting. You know, and, but, but why, yeah, I, th- I, th- I
1: thought that. it was going to go different. I thought it would be like more inclusive. Like, well, we're already swinging, so no. Can well, see, we
2: you have to have somebody. That's the you know the rule of lifestyle. You have to have some bring somebody. You got to bring some byob kind of thing. You, know? <laughs> you got to bring somebody to the byod. Party. Yeah, exactly, or byop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So otherwise, you you know, it's like coming to birthday party? Like the well, every, every
0: couple has their own thing. Right. So some, it's like, you know, couples that bring women into the mix, no men. Some, they bring men into the mix, no women. Some, it's just couples. You gotta, you know, bring your own G right. channel to the party. And uh, it just all depends from couple to couple. Um, but the big thing, the biggest taboo in the swinger thing is uh, not communicating what you're doing like uh, you're you're it's okay to do whatever you want i just need to know about it or so you just need to know about it i broke the biggest ass rules what so you broke the well yeah. you didn't break the rule didn't break the she rules. did yeah. she, but why she would broke. she even break but the that's rule. why well. but, that's, but that's why he was cool with you because you didn't break the rule she broke she broke, she broke the rule so he came up to you and was like hey you know is it okay if you just like stop really, hitting my I really wife? I
2: really don't want you hitting on my wife. She's still wanting yeah. to be with him probably because so
3: what, women feel guilt and they'll always come clean. That's what's dangerous about sleeping with a married woman. They'll always, it might be five years from now, but you, five yeah, days. You know, you
2: become a weapon all of a sudden and, and they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I fucked Mel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. That should be on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the I fucked Mel. Yeah. They
0: come clean when they want to leverage something against oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or,
2: or, you know, I really put the salt in the wound for them.
1: You know, so, Yeah. 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 Yeah, then it's uh, it's all about the dick. Oh yeah, well your dick
3: leans to the right. All right,
1: all right His Mel's dick was straight, hit it straight on, fucker, right? High,
2: high yeah. stakes okay. pussy. I like that, how you roll, Mel.
3: That's like the, that's like the re- reverse
2: of the Richard Pryor stuff. When the, when uh, Richard Pryor would say he was going to leave a woman, he goes, "I'm going to go out and find some new pussy." And the, and the woman's reply was, "Well, if you had two more inches of dick, you could find some new pussy right here." <gasps> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Richard Pryor, I love it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my God. Well, um, I didn't properly introduce you, Mal, because you are not just a baseball fan. <laughs> you're, um, you're, you have so many careers, but um, one of which you're a stand-up comic, and you've been kind of out of it for a while, but you're right. back in. And then you've written for everyone, just about right. Which has been fun. Which is amazing. Because
2: you can all, you can take credit for only the ones that work. Right. Yeah, the jokes that were, you know, it's like I, you know.
1: Well, writing for somebody is completely different too than I mean, so what works for one person, I.
2: Right. Well, you know, you, you all, they almost become a character to you. It really, it really is because you, you you learn the rhythm, their timing, and their background, so you know what jokes will work for these guys.
1: Yeah. Somebody called, texted me the other day and was like, "I have an idea for a bit for you." And I was like, Uh-oh. "I don't. I, I write my own shit. Like I've never know. had anybody else." I, and then I wrote him back and go, "Well, if you want me to help you figure out how to do it for yourself, because." I mean, you're, and he's not a joke writer, really. Right, he's just right. somebody I know. And I was like, "It's so." I was like, "Really? You think you can write for me?"
0: Okay, fuck not But I love it when comics—oh, uh, comics—tagging
1: bits or coming in and giving you suggestions. That's right, different.
2: Right. I, oh yeah, but but any suggestion for punchline? Are, oh, are love something it. Something they yeah. saw when you're up there, I, Jeff Garcia. But civilian is, Jeff. He's taking me under the wing again lately, and he's oh, really good. cool about that. You know, he's like, you know. It no anytime little, little,
1: little i can get set. no yeah totally i mean even just going with another comic and like punching up each other's stuff right. and yeah and, oh but i mean i'd be interested like to be able to find somebody who can get your voice right. and you know here's the thing when you get as successful as some of the people that you write for you can't keep up with the amount of content you need to create because creating good bits right. it's an organic process it takes a long time
2: and a lot of these guys that i mean uh their their first hour, they've spent their life writing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's and like then it, all of a sudden they record all, that and like and, and it, it it went up and then they want another hour and it's like yeah we're, we're, and that's where you know,
1: well you need to um, aggregate that content fast yeah, so that's yeah. when having somebody who can write in your voice becomes extremely important and right. that's one thing I never understand about some of the comics that um you know they're they're young mm-hmm. in comedy and they get that sort of like golden opportunity too soon in their careers. And they start to have draw because of whatever. Maybe they have like something on YouTube go viral or this. But now they don't have the legs to support the stand-up. I never understand why nobody takes them aside and goes, look, bro, take, you just made, you know, thousands of dollars. Take like five grand, find some comic at the store or the improv who's been doing it a long time right. and pay them for jokes right. because you need them. And then what they never do. and then That's
0: because most young guys who make it big, quick, um, they they don't they don't want to listen to anybody. Yeah, and and the the arrogance and the ego kick in, and uh, I have more money. I'm more famous. What can you tell me? Like I'm ahead of you. Like in the comic game, your measure of success is fame and money. So whoever has the most of that, there's this perceived. Um, assumption that you are ahead of some of the older guys or the guys longer in a tooth and now you they should be like kowtowing to you versus you kowtowing to them but it's not a kowtow it's just going back to like some old school dudes and getting some wisdom especially these kids are coming up through YouTube they don't understand the etiquette of a club
1: yeah. Well, just yeah. It, it takes so many years to get yeah. the, to be able to. So for I'm I've been doing it so long. Like when I recorded my one hour, I was terrified. I was like, Oh my God, how am I gonna? I spent 15 years creating this hour. Within a year, I was able to create a new hour because my voice had been developed and it wasn't as hard. But I mean, that people. Man, I, th- I, I, so this is a good message to anybody who's doing stand-up. If you start to get that little bit, like the perfect example of this, and I think he's a sweetheart, is Dat Van. So when Dat won Last Comic Standing, he was so charismatic and likable, mm-hmm. but he'd only been doing the same jokes about his mom for a few years, and then that got old really fast on the road. So he got their tickets the, of the audience one time through. He went out, sold a bunch of tickets, but then couldn't go back out again. So... Yeah. You know, it's,
2: yeah. It's even weird. I mean, I'm with the five to seven. I'm doing right now. I may have done it four or five times, and I already it's like, I don't want to do that again. i No, right, you right. want to do new stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well,
1: that's that's awesome. Well, wait till you
0: get to the cruise ships when they go. Uh, okay, we want you to do a dinner show on Wednesday. That's an hour. Yeah. And then we need you to do a half hour for the late night on Thursday. So, uh, and you can't overlap material. Right, yeah. same people clean so that twice. Like, you gotta do an hour and a half. And, and, for and the see, it's, same it's people. clean. They're
2: usually for the kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh well yeah. No, all the hour's clean, but the late feedback. night The late, late night you can be dirty. The late night you yeah. can get a little you can get a little dirtier late night. That's the midnight show. Yeah.
3: It's good to hear you're doing shows with Jeff Garcia. Yeah, he's sure. A he'll yeah. be you know throwing surprises at you, giving you more oh, time. Oh yeah, you know
2: because one thing about Jeff, yeah, he'll 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 just let you go, you know, until you go. Can somebody please come get me off stage? You know, <laughs> but he never. He just works crowd. He, he's a crowd worker. He right. never has the same. I mean, maybe one or two jokes. Well, he
1: records him. every night differently, and then he sells and it to the same it. crowd. Yeah.
2: And, and they're like, they just want to hear Jeff fuck with them. It's like he's like the new Don Rickles kind of. Uh, he's so funny, you know? and, and that's you know. He, and yet he he's so great with his cartoons. I mean, that's yeah. who gets a off, You know, Jimmy Neutron, he got his own show. And
3: he's uh, super generous to a lot of young, young people coming up, and he's helped a lot of. And people you know what? Know he he has myself. the ability
2: to teach too. So, some guys think they do, and they're they're just so rough, hard around the edges. You know, it's uh, it, it's not. Uh, it's not actually benefiting the comedians that, that they're working with, you know, and to the point where, you know, it's like, wow, he hit him? You hear shit like that, you know? Mm. You know? Hit him? Yeah, somebody, yeah.
1: Punched their opener?
2: Or yeah, uh, yeah, or punched, you know, punch. It got into a fight with him afterwards because the, 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 the guy, the, the apprentice couldn't take the abuse anymore.
1: Well, oh, the, the, the headliner comedian was yeah. abusing the, the feature yeah, the, me-
2: the mentor was just, you know, the, it, it wasn't, Let's put it this way. It wasn't positive reinforcement.
1: Huh. Interesting. I don't yeah. know. Can we drop any names in that? <laughs> 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 that. No, off off mic. That's interesting. Yeah, but off that, mic, off mic. That it's no, like, it's yeah. like a, a dominating relationship between comics. But you know, here's the thing. Comics, we were just talking about this before the before you got here, actually, is that comics will who get that opening position with another comedian, they'll that's such a covenant position to be on the road with somebody and try and get the road money and the stage time that they will do stupid like things that you wouldn't do like enabling the addict like making sure that yeah like my husband was really really sick at the end of his life and he had lots of people around him that were willing to turn a blind eye to bad behavior in order to keep their gig either and make either it either I mean I
2: they were just in, as much involved in the bad behavior the, that
1: too yeah. which it's yeah it's it's sad yeah. so that happens a lot also right. but um but you also know a lot of people in the business because of your radio experience yeah. and yeah.
2: Well, I've, we've got to write for a lot of people that we have a we're on the air for five years now it's
1: inside. It's inside. With nice. Fraser Smith.
2: That's how yeah. I met you. Yes. So
1: I, the way I met Mel was um, la, about a year ago. Came in and you started talking about the Dodgers because I had just right. gone to a game. I think that day.
2: Right. she came up Dodger gear or something. I think. She had no, something. no.
1: I think, but I think yeah. I'd gone to the game either that day or the day before, and you were okay. at the game too. So we started talking, and then right. finally, almost a year later, we got to go to a game together. So
2: cool.
3: Which
1: is so cool. You got such good seats for us.
3: It was so cool, and and your kids are
2: adorable. April and
3: August. Thank you. Hey, what happened to Fraser Smith? No Dodger tickets for him that day <laughs> yes. he's, a, he's a detroit Tigers cut fucker. the middleman, right <laughs> detroit right. tigers
1: he's in detroit yeah oh, okay <laughs> rock city yeah so does he only go to their games
2: he doesn't give a shit <laughs> just,
1: okay, i don't think he's, so
2: he's uh, yeah he you know he's more of a football lions fan kind of thing and yeah
1: that's yeah. hilarious so yeah no we did not include I, frazier in football crowds sorry I, frazier as,
2: a, as much as i love football football crowds are just like maybe a little too violent for me oh yeah they get crazy even even like I go to my kid my nephew's uh, Pop Warner games and the parents the shit that comes out their mouth is like
1: fucking kill him! hit somebody at August all star game this week it was like the parents were a little bit aggressive even there I was like hey they're just kids like
2: it's like being at a Raider game or something
1: one dad yelled out it was it was Father's Day and he yelled out you better bring it home for daddy like for Father's Day and I was like oh that's a lot of pressure
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's always really scary at a Dodgers game when, um, you know, like there's a lot of gang members there and shit. And I'm like, what's the scariest thing you've seen in the bathroom? Like a guy with an MS-13 tattoo on his head. I'm like, you know what? That's scary. But I saw fucking Larry King's dick at the Men's Urinal. You did? And it was so big and fucking gangster. I was just like, Larry that's King? the scariest thing I've ever seen. This a- fucking raisin with a huge fucking donger. And then. I see him outside, and he's got two of the hottest blonde bitches I've ever seen in my life.
1: That's an amazing story, Tom. Yeah. That's about the most amazing Scare thing I, that I've heard today. <laughs> you know, I'm doing a show, Storyworthy, this um, <laughs> this Saturday night, and Larry King is a judge on it. So I'm going to tell him when I meet him that we I went, heard about his big cock.
3: We went heads up, and then can I'm I like, t- can I
1: do that? Do you, I do. You, I, have you I, ever I, met Larry? I, I,
3: I, I met him one time.
2: Do
1: you think he'd be like put off, or I think he'd be incredibly flattered at, by that because he seems. If like anybody who looked like oh, you came
2: up to me and said, "Oh, I heard you had a big cock," I'd be fucking. Like, really but I wouldn't say that. it
1: like that. I'd just be like, "My friend Tom uh, saw you in a urinal." I don't think I'd say that either. I think I just. You do keep it to a lot myself. of
2: Tom. You do a lot of uh, celebrity dick spotting. It seems like.
3: Is that, uh, <laughs> is that, is that part of your unfortunate your, your forte, or what? Is it, uh, I run a a glory hole locator <laughs> <act>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right now in Los Angeles, and I, branching out to Seattle, um, all the way up the coast.
1: I I saw Tom's private at the at the
3: swinger event. Yeah. My wiener came out by the fireplace to just warm up and. It was just. <laughs> it was just, he, was just he had to say hi. You look. Yeah. You looked him in the eye.
1: I did. I, was, there was a lot of naked people though. It wasn't like he was just the only one. So It
3: was just uh, just
2: another dick.
1: Yeah, but it was Tom's dick. And I was just like, Tom.
2: Yeah, you know, sometimes it's just too close to see somebody. I, yeah. Like, already, I feel too close to Tom to ever, ever see <laughs> his dick, right. ever, ever. Yeah. I just, it, it just, it, it was, yeah.
1: even though there was a lot of naked people walking around, I was like, oh, that was that was my reaction. And then And then a minute later, it was gone. It was like, it was like. You bro- know,
2: one thing, I, I don't know where nudist club you were at, but I've been to one, and I realized one thing. Uh, some people should wear clothes. I'm just saying. You yeah know, but that's not
1: sort of what it's of. about though it's not about how beautiful their bodies are it was about just being open and comfortable in their bodies i think when people get naked together it's like the
3: friend. funnest part is getting naked at first because you're just like all right and you're like you're and everyone's <laughs> i think if you're younger yeah. you're you're gonna Silly. be more insecure than if you're older like, i've
1: done nudist comedy i've talked about this before and um i i Feel incredibly uncomfortable and panicked, and I don't understand why people are out to see a show naked. And I do it every time because, or the few times I've done it, because it challenges me so much in something that I'm become. I don't too comfortable. Like I'm really comfortable on stage pretty much at this time, unless something is out of the ordinary. So being forced to perform naked is really out of the ordinary, and so that that forces the things to. Yeah, you know but what the, I
2: mean. They the exercise. Get rid of the visual. <laughs> I can't. But, but you the, know, isn't that every, the, the, every comedian's worst nightmare? To They, they, they have that dream that of like they're on stage naked? Yeah, I would you think know? so.
1: Well, the, yeah. the two, you know, what are the biggest fears in life? Like being naked, being on stage, having to talk, public speaking, and you do these that, things. That, and you do both at the same time. So you're you get, fearless. You, you're yeah, well, like, you I got conquer booked, those fears, right? I
0: got, I got booked to do comedy at an actual lifestyle party. And everyone out, was out in the audience was naked, and I had my clothes on. Why
1: and did you wear your clothes? You just didn't feel comfortable?
0: Well, They asked no, them
2: to. They
1: said, well, keep your clothes well, on, Kimbro.
0: No, they were like, well, well, like 10 minutes into my set, they're like, well, we're naked. How come you not naked? And I was like, well, that wasn't in, in the writer, in the contract for me to show my twigs and berries up in here. <laughs> but I... Don't don't get twisted now. We could change this show from comedy show to uh, hey, I want to get some Kim Kimbo swinging steak show. We could do that. <laughs> we could do that. I'm not scared. So like, did you okay. take it
1: off? Did you get naked?
0: Yeah, I did. Hell yeah, I he did. That's yeah. a little I know, bit Kim different bro, than when you walk oh.
1: out on stage and you're already naked versus like having to uncomfortably pull off your clothes. Like,
0: well, did you
2: was, turn your like back and wiggle your ass when you really? took your pants off and stuff? Like, the
3: lap no, the girl with fake tits. I guarantee yeah, it. Yeah, did you no. do the fireman hose and all that?
0: No, basically, I just unzipped my pants and I took my junk out and I said, "Can we just work the show just like this? Do I have to take the rest of the stuff off?" That's hilarious. I mean, this uh, is what you won't see rest. anyway, right? Okay, let me get that visual out of my head now. Damn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're putting you on a roller coaster oh, yeah. ride over here, I'm Mal. Driving
2: down the hill, going fuck.
1: <laughs> yes, Jesus. Oh good. Oh bad. Oh good. Oh bad. But, you know,
2: that's the whole thing. It's like sitting here, laying in the bed with you and your Dodgers. It's like this, and then I look over here. <laughs> <right over
0: there. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta focus, Keep bro. You gotta focus. Yeah, yeah. you gotta <laughs> focus. You gotta focus. You gotta focus. Gotta stay focused. That's
1: hilarious. Well, Tom had a very um, interesting, like he he really didn't participate in any of what Kimbrough and I and Tom went out to do at the event. He got pretty monofocused on where he I can see somebody get distracted.
3: Like full-on distracted. I met Porn Stars. They had promises of coke and squirting, and then this other girl said anal sex on the table. It was just like I was so confused. I wanted it all at once, and I didn't get any of it.
0: Tom was the last chopper out of Saigon. Yeah, yeah, but Uh. the thing
1: is we, we, we kept talking about the first guy in, Right, first the, guy If you're going to go to a party like that, you want to be the first right. guy oh, to yeah. come uh. to in, yeah, because after that, it's just mm.
2: right. She, yeah, right. Yeah. Lead off batter, Slo- <laughs> it's sloppy, it gets sloppy. The first lead-off no, I'm the number
0: four batter. batter, I've always been clean up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just look, look for the next orifice that hasn't been used,
1: right? Yeah.
3: Well,
2: uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: but you got to be the last one out,
3: yeah, last one out. Yeah and I'm I just stumbled into a beautiful woman and she said did you have a good time I said actually I didn't
1: how how high do we rate beautiful she was cute she, she was cute. She hit she on me, too, actually. She was looking for anything.
3: She was like a nine on our way out the door. And then after I come, I was like, wow, okay, that was like a four. She was like a three. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's it. Right. A nine <laughs> on the way out, <laughs> automatically you
2: have
1: to
3: deduct. He out had the way out. He had, ra- no, he had, had a nine
1: when He described, you said your not, balls were so full. What I was said, it? She
3: said, "Are you? did you have a good time? I said, no, I had a horrible time. I'm leaving with a heavy-ass nutsack. So um, at that MS, moment, she's yeah, MSB, a nine. Massive, massive she said, sperm buildup. If you could, oh yeah, and then MSB, she said, well, if it's rough. If, <laughs> if you can wait five <laughs> minutes, we could take care of that. And I said, Lana, I'll meet you in the car.
1: Yeah, he was very, like he had something he had to go do back in there. I didn't know and, what was going what,
3: on. And what was she doing for those five minutes? She literally, we walked into this like fuck room where there was a Sibian that girls were sitting on. Um, I watched the porn star work it into this fucking Asian woman's Tight little pussy, and but she was actually like sixty.
1: Worth the Sibian?
3: Yeah, she, the the thing was so fat, like the Asian woman couldn't get it in her pussy, and then the porn star chick was just like, "Watch this!" in front of her parents, she's like. <laughs> Like wiggled it in and got it up in there. So there was
1: some that I don't know. I was like,
3: I'm about to. F- oh shit! We, we can't. See, just
2: you f- shouldn't separate families.
1: Yeah, no. The parents apparently. I wanted to interview <laughs> these people. I, this is where. This is where I was like, Tom, what the fuck? You should fuck the
3: family. I the know. family.
1: We should have talked to yeah, them. We'll have to get them the next time if we ever yeah. go back. But like, I was. He was so not on point. Or I guess he, whatever. Maybe you we're on point, but I'm so not involved in what we were doing at all. That he's talking to a porn star and her parents that showed up together,
3: and. He's no, still were you hoping for a whole family Bang or what Ooh, I mean I was hoping for maybe dad to cheer us on And mom, mom to, to rack up the cocaine That she promised um, <gasps> While I was having sex with her With the uh, mom or with the dog the mom, mom take care of the cocaine Mom had her tits out um, in the tub When they were talking about squirting <sighs> it,
2: was, it, was it was phenomenal okay? It was oh like yeah,
3: yeah. I love this podcast more than anything I'm, This is like the best part of my week but I completely blew off, I, I don't know, hours of interview and all this stuff for my own. Uh, I was chasing. Family gathering. I was chasing all types of ass and trying to, you know. It, it, was, a, it was a hard so, situation for so us. But when you were leaving, you, <laughs> hard somebody situation. Gave you You got this pity fuck. Is that what happened? I got such. We called it. Kimbrough said when we were driving out, I said, we're talking about the first person in that. And then the last person in the night, and he said, the last person in the night is the, you don't want to be the last chopper out of Saigon. (laughs) And I was, I jumped on that motherfucker by, you know. But finish
1: describing. So you're in the room with the the Sivian.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, I throw the towel down that I uh, had taken.
2: Metaphorically or? This bed had been fucked on
3: all night. So I threw this giant towel down. And How then do you I, know the towel? Ta- ta- what was
1: the towel? Like it was it walled was like up a sudden, in the corner. All of a sudden no, it was around my waist. Oh, all your towel. You're concerned
3: with
2: hygiene. Yeah.
3: It, it wasn't my my towel. It was a towel I took from the club. Because I was stuck in the hot tub and I got this one girl to go find me a towel. Because it's cold. And there were a stack of towels wanna, in the fuck room. You didn't want to be... Towels.
1: Get that uh, get shrinkage at the nudist resort.
3: No, that's resort. a terrible timing. No right. timing would be. And uh, it was cold. It was cold outside. It was cold. But I jumped in the hot tub right away, just because I was like, we got here too late. Right. Right. We got here too late. We
1: got we did we got there really late. Like, yeah. yeah. But she was for like, for the jello. record, by the way, I nothing for me. Like all that happened for me was a lot of people were like, oh, you're you're beautiful, and like and that type of stuff. And I was just right. like. <gasps> Pretty right. much the whole time. Right. But it was fun. I mean, it was interesting Chopping for me. It was interesting. Lips and stuff, looking at you and A stuff little you. bit, but yeah. it was sort of late. I think everyone, for the most part, was sort of like sort of, done. Sort of like what he but was
2: doing with everybody else. You was what happening to you?
1: Just hanging out. You mean talking? Oh, what? those guys trying yeah. to like me. Yeah. No, well, we, sure. did we
0: did it. We did it backwards because when I went there during That's the day, yeah, there was like 150 people there because there's only so many um, cabins that you can buy right. and rent. So those were all full. But then they had day passes. So a lot of the day pass people came and they were there during the day, the pool party and all the food and the barbecue and all right, that. Yeah, drinks. Yeah, we
1: missed out on all that well, stuff.
0: Well, they sound and very then, organized.
1: And, it was a party. It and was then,
0: just... you know, they break off and they get theirs. And then when they're done, they leave. Yeah. So uh, we missed a lot of those people. And they were like, a lot of them were really hot, super cool. Some were like, you know, hot bodies, younger it was, would
1: have been fun to see that. It was a
3: good mix. If,
1: you know, what, here's the thing. It's a party like any other party where people are just trying to get laid. It's just really open. But I want to hear the end of it because it's such a funny story. He's
3: um, so, so we, uh, I'm like, before we even go in the room, um, she's gonna, trying to suck my dick in this outdoor shower where I left Lana and the camera gear. And she uh, she's like, I'm like, no, no, let's go in the, the fuck room. Uh, the, she's like, what? I'm like, the room with the red lights, this, you know, the, where the Sibian is. She's like, okay, let's go. But I go... Hey, are you gonna be mad if I just I this is gonna be less than five minutes, 'cause I gotta go. She goes, No, it's a hundred percent okay. Come on. And then immediately goes in. I, I kiss her for like one minute, not even dress off, on the bed, don't even get her wet, just throw on a blob and just fucking fuck her in under thirty seconds, maybe forty pumps, out the game. I get up and I go, Um, I gotta go, I'm getting dressed, and I go She goes, you should come back tomorrow. I'm going to be here all day. I'm just like, "Um, you know what? If I do come back tomorrow, it's to uh, bring your halo because you're an angel. And if I don't, I'll see you in heaven. And then I ran out and I closed the door. And I was like, and she was cracking up. when I And I was laughing because I was like, that was so fucking funny what I just said. And then maybe I'll see her in heaven. Maybe I'll see her again. But the weird thing about that night was I've been to one other thing like this. And the one woman I fucked at that event showed up. At the event we were at, and I was just like, "This is too fucked up. This is I'm not gonna take this pussy again, though, because I wanted I don't know I was on I was onto something new, but this woman knew like, oh yeah, he's not a he's not a repeat customer. She got it right away, and then nuzzled up with some dude with a nice tan cock. I gotta say, he had a good cock and a hot wife, but she was just a chatty. I know who you're talking about. That
1: couple, no, that they that couple they don't swing. That's, that's what oh, they Oh, that dick. They just he Throw just it out there people. But they're they're more I think Nudist. about the exhibitionist. Like sure. they like to fuck when people can watch them. I think was the vibe I caught there mm. cuz I don't know I don't I, I didn't spend that time. She seemed old school.
2: Some people need yeah. a crowd.
1: Yeah, they need an audience.
3: Some people are voyeurs. That's what they'd go there for, yeah. yeah, yeah right.
1: Or or like, exhibitionist. Sure. They like they like an audience. I, you know
3: you I learned all this shit. I was sh- y- Getting blue balls in a hot tub.
1: <laughs> I think I can kind of understand why the the public thing because at least they're they're the as a couple they're forced to perform more like look at how I can make my woman you know that type of thing right. maybe and it encourages them to work harder
2: a competitive edge
1: yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Look over your shoulder and seeing the guy doing better than you. <laughs>
1: yeah. I better
2: pump harder. You think I'm that's eating p- pussy? Watch this. Like that.
1: Yeah. Maybe.
3: <laughs> Basically, Mel, we've heard around town you got a great cock, and we're just inviting you to the next one, man. That's that's why we brought this all up. As long as now it's I
1: a, feel really uncomfortable because.
3: As long as it's about girth, I'm there. Um, all right, you know,
1: baby. <laughs>
2: I'll see you, Wiener. On by that the fire. note,
1: Mel, thanks so much for hanging out with us. <laughs> I'll
2: be on his next show, the you Celebrity know, Penis Spotting. <laughs>
1: I think I think it has to be a uh, Tom hangs. It walks into a, a Dodger Stadium bathroom and comes out and says, "I saw Mel's cock." <laughs> How does
3: it compare to uh, Larry King? Larry King's probably uh, probably dwarfs to that monster. He's the king. He's well, yeah, yeah he's a he's the, that's the the man That's like. You know.
2: <laughs> It's like, how do you look next to Ron Jeremy? It's like, well, fucking like a little kid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. This has been a very educational and informative time.
2: Yes, it's very comfortable. We
1: talked about America's most uh, favorite pastime, one of the most wholesome organizations in the world. Yes. (laughs) And and the counter side of that, the lifestyle lifestyle community. We were able to do it all on the Perfect 10 podcast. Mel, where can people find you?
2: They can find me on Facebook and they can find me on Instagram and every Sunday night on KLOS at ninety-five point five.
1: Beautiful. I'm going to come back on there. Please. I I need to come back and promote some stuff. So thank you,
3: You you. Uncle Tios. Um, You can find me at the next uh, lifestyle party. um, (laughs) Knowing what to do in the Sibian uh, room. Yeah, acting like a veteran. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) just being more humble and uh, brave. Uh, perfect Kimbrough where can we find you
0: yeah podbrother.com podbrother nation stick with the pod brother and uh, you can find me at the bottom of the pool with my snorkel stuff on scuba Steve looking up at the lifestyle swimmers
1: <laughs> is that where you be? that's so depressing <laughs> it's so lonely down there swimming amongst the, the disgustingness in the pool I did I did scuba diving and I, you have to learn in a pool and you're in mask and snorkel and you can see all the shit floating in the pool you never want to swim in the pools cuz it's Gross. So, anyways, that's where my mind went. Oh it's at a swinger <laughs> lifestyle event, oh, even I would not want to oh. see you floating in that pool. <laughs> a lot of DNA oh. going on there. Yeah,
3: uh, a lot of uh, DNA. There's, uh, there's like cool.
1: little monsters forming.
0: <laughs>
3: this yeah. guy was opening his eyes and blowing uh, bubbles. You get so. in that
1: pool, you get pregnant.
3: Yeah,
0: but all the nasty stuff floats on the top, so.
1: Oh, so that's why you're on Snorkel. That's there you go. Kimbrough's got all yeah. the answers. Guys, thank you so much for listening, Make watching.
0: Make sure you clean that
1: snorkel. That, what's that? Make
2: sure he cleans that snorkel and
1: just, yeah. Uh, yeah, clean it all mm-hmm. up. Uh, gross um, I was about to end We're done, we're done Guys, thank you, no, thank you so much um, I'm Lana Turner, you know this L-A-H-N-A-T-U-R-N-E-R I'm online with social media, follow me Tell 10 people about the
0: podcast the
1: And come back and listen to me. Thank you
0: Shake that ass, girl Shake it, shake it cheeks, girl Shake it, shake it Shake that ass, girl Shake it your ass between them poles, shake your ass on that pole, might be some pussy juice up on that pole, Uh. leftover ass crack up on the pole, Uh. shake it, shake it, shake that ass girl, shake it, shake it, clap them cheeks girl, shake it, shake it, shake that ass girl.